Heads or Tails, the faith-based podcast where we encourage you to be the head and not the tail. Let's go. What is up, everyone, and welcome to another episode on the Heads or Tails podcast. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about how we can confront comparison. I've come to realize that comparison is a disease and it affects us mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. And I think anyone who says they have never dealt with comparison is lying. I think it's something we have all experienced in our lives, especially with how the world is going with social media, etc. And if you think about it, people use social media as a platform to reveal and show off only the good in their lives, not intentionally. It's just ingrained in us that whatever, whenever something amazing happens in our lives or we succeed in something, it's only natural for us to share it with others. I don't think it's a crime to share your achievements and your milestones on platforms for the world to see. It's just how life is going at the moment, and I'm sure you can agree. Yet deep down, the posts that others share can trigger us in a way we don't realize. Certain posts that others share may start to highlight the things that we don't have. It's also like those posts are an evil reminder of the things that we lack in our lives, and it's almost like a slap in the face. It's not personal, but somehow it feels like a slap in the face. Some people see it as a rat race to buy a house, get engaged, get the best paying job, get married, start a successful business or be known, etc. I want to tell you that God never intended life to be a rat race. He never created us to compete against each other and it's never been about who is more successful. The enemy is using the curse of comparison to keep you feeling like you're not good enough and that you're behind and that what you do have is just not enough. All right, so I'm going to list three points of what helped me confront and conquer comparison. I'm actually not going to sit here and lie and say I never experience comparison anymore because of course I do. I'm only human, but it's definitely nowhere near as uh frequent and it's really nice to live in that kind of freedom so please listen to all three points and I just hope and pray you guys get something from it all right number one is understanding your own uniqueness I want to start off this point by telling you that there is only one you so be the best you you can be A way that we could confront and conquer comparison is to actually start looking within at our own gifts and talents And that knowing you actually have such an incredible uniqueness, maybe you haven't figured out what you're good at or what your gifts may be. And before you try to tell me and disagree with me and say you don't have any, I want to tell you that you absolutely do. And if you are a Christian, it actually says in the Bible when you accept the Holy Spirit into your life, God gives you spiritual gifts. How cool is that? Why wouldn't you want to gain spiritual, special gifts from our Creator? But If you're not a Christian, you still have amazing gifts and unique talents within you. So this is for both y'all. Okay, so maybe you know full well what they are, what your gifts and talents are, but you kind of see them as insignificant or not really good enough in your eyes and you feel like it's not really meeting a social standard and that's what's causing you to compare. Something I found that helped me find confidence in my skills is that I'd start to tell myself that even though at the time I thought they were so insignificant and not good enough, 
I just decided I was going to place confidence on those skills and talents. It's like, how do I explain this? It's like when you wear something a bit out of your comfort zone, but you decide to wear it with confidence, you actually start to stand out in the best way possible. It's like you're wearing something really weird and quirky, but you just own it and you have confidence and it looks insanely good. Do you guys know what I mean? Just like that, start adding a sprinkle of confidence to your gifts and start believing that what you possess is unique and that there will never be another you. So you might as well own it while you can. Just stay in your own lane and actually stop stop looking left and right because that'll just slow you down and you will crash and burn. You know, when you're on a motorway and you're looking left and right because you want to see who's in front of you, don't. Just stay in your own lane. Also, life is so short, so you might as well just own who you are and what you have anyway. While we're on the subject of understanding your own uniqueness, we also actually have to start understanding that we are all on our own individual time clocks and timelines. I have a friend who went against the so-called rat race. First, she became a mother to two beautiful boys. Then she got engaged. And now she is halfway through her law degree. She's 30 years old and she is thriving because she's in her own timeline and she's not looking left or right. She is just putting her head down and working on herself. And then my other friend went straight from school, studied psychology for six years straight. Now she's qualified, married, and a mother. For me, I left school at 16 with no degree. I was a flight attendant for eight years, got paid to see the world. And then I went on to study broadcasting. And now I'm single, 28 years old, living at my parents, talking to you. Don't you dare judge me. (laughs) Initially, do you think I wanted this? Of course not. My plan was to get married at 25, have kids by 30, and live that bougie lifestyle with my family. But I've come to understand that that path I created in my mind is only a tiny part of what I want. God has revealed to me that my purpose and the plan that he has for me is going to look completely different from my friends. And that's okay. That doesn't mean I'm better or lesser than them. And your idea of success is actually going to be completely different from the people around you. Keep doing you and just embrace your unique journey. Number two is humble yourself. So it's a little bit contradicting going from owning your gifts and putting confidence on it and just thinking that you are great and then going straight into humbling yourself. I'm going to try explain it in a way that um, doesn't contradict the first point. So when I was meditating and putting together this episode, I was spending time with God and asking asking him what he wanted me to share on how to conquer comparison. And I came across this verse and it just stood out to me. So it's Luke 14:10. But when you are invited, go and recline in the lowest place, so that when the one who invited you comes in, he'll say to you, "Friend, move up higher." You will then be honored in the presence of all the other guests. So I believe that a way we can not only confront comparison, but also start to conquer it is to actually start humbling ourselves. Don't take the best seat at the table and don't assume that you deserve that seat over your friend. It's kind of funny because when I think about that, you know, when you go to a cafe and you and like you kind of all rush to the comfortable seat against the wall and it always has cushions and it's like a couch. I'm terrible like that. I always rush to that seat and I just need to work on it because after reading that verse, I was like, flip, I'm so guilty of that. Um, Anyways, that was just a quick thought. Um, Yeah, so be confident 
in who you are and in your gifts, but don't fall into the trap and lie that you are better than those around you. Because when you do that, someone may just walk into the room or your life who are, who you're intimidated by or jealous of, and you start to compare yourself because they are messing with your status or title. No, humble yourself instead and be confident knowing you are loved regardless of where you sit or how many likes or followers you get. I'm not going to lie, I was the queen of comparison and that's why I'm here talking about it today. I saw everyone and everything as a threat to who I was. I was full of pride, full of jealousy and I think this stemmed from my competitive streak I wanted to win at everything and when I didn't, I became so full of hate, anger and insecurity and that's exactly where the devil wanted me to be. So how can we overcome and humble ourselves? I don't know if you're going to like this, (laughs) but we can actually start praying for them and blessing them with the things you want. So I heard this recently, I can't remember who said it, but start to actually pray for those people you're comparing yourself with and start to bless them with everything you want in your life. (laughs) It's really hard, but trust me, it isn't easy or comfortable. If you don't want to humble yourself also, God will will eventually humble you and it hurts a lot more when you're forced, forced to be humbled. Trust me, it sucks. I was humbled massively a few years ago and it it hurts. So just start humbling yourself because God will. (laughs) Okay, number three, trust God's got you. So this point was definitely the one that helped me conquer comparison. Only because when you start to realize and know that no matter what's happening in your life or no matter where you are, God has got you and God will lift you up when the time is right. So I'm really excited about this one. When we compare ourselves with others, we actually start to forget entirely that God has got our backs and that no matter where we are in life, whether you've just dropped out of school or you're single and you're a mother working full time or you're in a position where you're really struggling financially, our circumstances and situations don't change the fact that we are in the palm of God's hand. What your neighbor has or owns or what they do for a living doesn't mean that now you have to miss out on all your blessings. Or maybe your friend just got a great promotion in their career. It doesn't mean now you are jobless and homeless. Do you get what I'm saying? So instead of being bitter and jealous, actually start to be happy for that person because just because they got that amazing paying job doesn't mean now you don't get a great job. What someone else has should never actually define how or where your life has to go. And just because people on social media are constantly, it looks like they are constantly receiving blessings, gifts, and going through milestones, it doesn't mean yours will never come. Just like I said before, instead of being bitter and jealous or cynical about what others receive, start to just trust that God has got you. A way we can start to overcome comparison is to start trusting that God has a special plan and purpose for our life and understand that that plan, like I said earlier, is going to look entirely different from the person you're comparing yourself with. So that brings us to the end of how to confront comparison. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, God has you exactly where he wants you. He hasn't left you behind or forgotten about you, I promise. You are at the forefront of his mind 24-7 and because someone else gets a blessing doesn't mean now you have to miss out on yours. Keep praying, keep trusting and humble yourself to God and the other people around you. Catch you later. 